This is a trigger warning that the following podcast talks about eating disorders. If this affects you, please see the show notes for resources. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. Today we will be talking about how to stop procrastinating. So what's the link between procrastination and eating disorders you may wonder? Well, maybe you use eating as a form of procrastination. Maybe there are some negative emotions that you were procrastinating from addressing, which is important to be addressed because the more you bottle up these emotions that you were not addressing, the bigger it's going to become and one day it will explode. And it is very important to address your feelings and work on them. It may be hard initially to address how you were feeling and to know why you were feeling this way. But if you use procrastination or you just don't deal with your emotions at all and resolve the underlying issue that is making you feel this way, well, that's not a very good way to live. You're going to feel those bottled up emotions in the back of your head. Even if it's less dominant at some certain points when you are procrastinating, You are distracting yourself and you are not dealing with your emotions. But it is there. It's like when I say that I haven't meditated yet and I can just just feel in the back of my head and in my chest this feeling of anxiety. And I've realized now that when I feel this way, it's because I haven't meditated. So I know the reason why. And sometimes it's a good indicator for me that it's time to do my first or second meditation. I normally do my first one as soon as I wake up, but sometimes, you know, shit happens. But you know what? The longer that I acknowledge that I'm feeling this little feelings of anxiety, which tells me that I need to meditate, you know what? That is me procrastinating. And that shit needs to stop. I always make sure to complete my meditation or to make up the minutes. But you know what? That feeling isn't great. That little feeling of anxiety where I know that I should be meditating or that it's coming up to my meditation point to help me calm and feel relaxed again. And why would I want to feel this way? So stop procrastinating. I love when I'm in the moment of meditating. But sometimes before it, I'm like, can I be bothered right now? But yes, I can, because that's better than that feeling of anxiety. So whether there are some emotions that you are procrastinating from dealing with, or you're binge eating, you're overeating as a tool to procrastinate, we don't want to do that. Okay? And I'm sure there's many other reasons that you could be procrastinating. So use everything that you learned today to work on your eating disorder recovery and also just the rest of your life, wherever you may need it, okay? So today's content includes what procrastination is, why we procrastinate. If you can hear my dog, that's my dog, Skylar. Hi, Skylar. 
She's jingle belling. It's almost like it's a silly season. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for Christmas. But to be honest, I had my Christmas tree up on about the 1st of November. So call me a psycho. But I love it. I love it. Oh, I'd also definitely recommend to try and find some Christmas lights and go there at night. Just have a walk around. They always have those ice cream trucks and, you know, it hits different at Christmas. So go have fun. Go enjoy the beautiful lights and put on your favorite Christmas music to annoy the heck out of your boyfriend or girlfriend or friend or family or yourself. Just, just, go, just, go, just go be in the silly Christmas festive season. Okay. So we'll also talk about how to know if procrastination is affecting your life, different types of procrastination, and of course, how to stop procrastinating. Okay. And just quickly before we get into that, something that I'm so proud of myself for this week is receiving Spotify wrapped in regards to my podcast. So I don't know if you saw my TikTok video on this, which is at Recover with Ali, but I got my Spotify wrapped. So I don't know if you have the app Spotify. But at the end of the year, it tells you all about what music you listen to, your favorite music, yada yada. And it also does that for podcasts, which I didn't know. So it was very fun receiving this feedback. This podcast has been around, I believe, about March this year. So it's really great just to look at how the year has gone and be proud of it and be appreciative. Thank you so much to everyone that has listened. And I'm going to share some of the stats with you. It's only year one of the podcast, and just as I said in my first episode, I can't wait to hear myself, if I ever listen back to my podcast one day, and just hear how more, hopefully, confident I sound in my episodes. And you know how that happens? With practice. So this is the 40th episode of the Recover With Ali podcast, and I couldn't be happier to keep going. Thank you so much to everyone that's listened and supported me and rated my podcast and shared it with other people. I really, really appreciate it. I hope my podcast has helped you and hopefully someone else, someone else that you've shared it with. And you know what? Just even giving you a good time listening to me yap on and hopefully starting to believe in yourself that you can do this. You are capable of change. You are capable of recovery. And I hope it also helps you realize that it comes down to you and you actioning those different changes and behaviors that you need to do to recover and live a happier life filled with self-love. So yes, it's really great to see that the Recover With Ali podcast has reached 63 countries. My top five countries were Germany, the United States, Australia, United Kingdom, and Canada. Hello, everybody. And the other 58 countries, and to the more that are hopefully to come. Isn't it great to see that we can be all around the world, but, you know, come into one space where we can all feel safe and heard and understood. And that, my friends, is the Recover With Ali podcast. Okay. It also says that my podcast was in the top 15% most shared globally, which is really cool. That I'm in the top 10 most followed podcasts, which is also very cool. Thank you. The listener's podcast personality is the devotee, which is when your fans love a podcast, they really love it. They're quick to support new releases and play their favorite episodes over and over. That's the the little subtext the blurb you could say about the devotee so thank you and it says that the recover with ali podcast was the top 10 for 429 people it was the top five for 314 and number one for 77 of you oh my gosh that's so great to see so thank you truly to everyone that has been supporting this podcast. It means the world to me. And I really hope that you take something away from these episodes or at least just, you know, feel comfort in hearing me yap. 
I love yapping, I love talking, and I love trying to help people. So let's put a smile on that beautiful face of yours and believe in yourself. That is the most important thing you can do. And always remember, what if? What if? What if? I just worked towards that life that I want to live rather than one day look back and ask myself, what if I just tried to get there? Okay, this is your now. This is your moment to go and get there and not have to ask yourself those questions. What if one day? Okay, and after I've said all of my gratitude, you know what? It's time to get to today's episode about procrastination. So what is it? Procrastination is the act of unnecessarily postponing decisions or actions. For some people as well, procrastination is more than a bad habit. It can actually be a sign of an underlying health issue. So procrastination is associated with anxiety, depression, OCD and ADHD. And eating disorders as well. Interestingly as well, this has been a problem for so long throughout history that Socrates and Aristotle developed a word to describe it. And that word is acrasia. And acrasia is the state of acting against your better judgment. It's when you do one thing, when you know that you should be doing something else. So why do we procrastinate? What is the point, brain? We have the term from behavioral psychology research that is called time inconsistency. And time inconsistency refers to the tendency of the human brain to value immediate rewards more highly than future rewards. So it's more long-term pain for short-term gain. But as we like to say, and you better be saying this, it's short-term pain for long-term gain. So a good example, of course, we can go to recovery. It might be a bit difficult in the present moment because you're going to have to rewire your brain and change all of these different behaviors and habits that you're used to. Your eating disorder habits. But you know what you're doing? You're setting yourself up for your future self to be recovered and to be in a better mental state and physical state. So researchers have found that when a person thinks about their future self, their brain sees value in taking actions for the long-term benefits. So you may have the goal to recover, but until your present self works on those actions to get you to recovery, nothing is going to change. And the brain researchers have found in the present moment, likes instant gratification. And another great example for this, I could use with my own self recently, when I'm thinking about sleeping. Also, just to let you know, I've been waking up early still, which I'm so proud of, honestly. Oh, a tap on the back, no, a pat on the back for me. A tap and a pat on the back for me. But the example is, when I'm thinking about my future self, I want to be in a routine where I'm waking up early every day, Feeling less tired when I wake up as well, but I know that's a long way away. However, when I was first trying to make these changes, I would set all of these goals. Yes, tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up early. And then it comes to the morning and I hit snooze or I just, I just turn it off. Because in the morning, my present self wanted that instant gratification of turning that shit off, that horrible alarm noise, to get more sleep, which is what I wanted in that moment. And for a long time... I said, thank you, I will do that, thanks. And then you know what, repeat. My future self was like, come on Ali, don't hit snooze, don't turn that off. And honestly, yes, I was agreeing, I was pumped. I was very excited to try and get into that habit. But then present self came and said, fuck you and your plans. Good night, I'm going back to sleep. So when I was using my future self mindset, I would, as you could say, be very hopeful and excited for the future. 
that I would get into this routine of waking up early and feeling great. And it's still what I want and it's what I'm working towards now. But something that I had to change was working on my present self's mindset. When I snoozed to that alarm or turned it off, all I cared about was getting that extra sleep. And this wasn't working. But when it started to work, I started thinking about how I felt the day of when I would when I would sleep in longer. I would feel a bit disappointed, but I felt very foggy almost. I just felt like, I, you know when you oversleep sometimes and then you just feel even more tired? I felt even more tired during the day when I had more sleep. And so this wasn't working. If my aim was to get more sleep, to feel more energized, well, it wasn't working. So what I had to do was not rely on my long-term self, you know, of having a perfect sleeping routine. Obviously, it still helped having that idea in my head. But what I really had to do as well, and more importantly, was understand what the present reward would be. And the only way I could find that really was from trying first. So I would push myself to wake up one of those mornings and continuously after that. And I realized that although initially it was very hard to wake up and I really had to push myself, but that day I felt more productive, I felt more energized, I felt less foggy and I felt happier and I felt proud of myself for waking up as hard as it was. I woke up and I felt better. And that was just off one day. I might have been tired initially, but I pushed through turning off that horrible alarm noise to discover the benefits of waking up earlier and what it could be. So in conclusion, find how you can have benefits in the present for your future goals. You need to find excitement and motivation when you can in the present to help push you towards having that better future. And this is the same with recovery and eating disorders. It might be temporarily very difficult, but find the benefits in the moment when you make those difficult changes. It might be uncomfortable, it might be painful, and when you take that initial action, it's probably going to be very uncomfortable. But afterwards, you are probably going to feel extremely proud of yourself, and you should. So try these different recovery tactics that I've given in these episodes, all of these episodes. See what works for you and find what good feelings, both physically and mentally, you get from when you try. Whether it's exercising, whether it's not binging and purging, whatever the fuck it is. Look for what benefit you get in the moment after you pass that hard step. And you might have to think deep because your eating disorder mindset really might be going, fuck you, there's no good in this, come back to me. But fight that feeling. And look for those feelings that make you feel proud of yourself. Even taking the action should make you feel proud enough as it is. So look for those feelings and then connect that with what this will do for your future self. It's going to do a lot and a lot of greater good. So let's look at some reasons why we might procrastinate. And I want you to think about this in terms of your eating disorder. Even go back to this episode or this section at least. And think of all of these different things that you procrastinate in your life for. Start with your eating disorder, but then even think about a school assignment that you might have or whatever it is that you are procrastinating from doing. Your emotions. What emotions are you procrastinating from dealing with? And see if any of the following applies to you. Might be one, might be all, might be some, but figure out what stands out to you that you may be doing. Okay? Now, one of the main things that could be why you're procrastinating has to do with your emotions. 
we tend to avoid what stirs up negative emotions. In psychology, this is actually known as transdiagnostic factors. So this is rumination and avoidance. And this is what there are symptoms of for many mental health difficulties. So it's when someone uses avoidant tactics to cope with their stress. Because they don't want to address those emotions, they don't want to feel those emotions. Whether it's feeling sad, feeling anxious, feeling stressed, feeling doubtful, whatever the fuck it is. They just don't want to feel it. So in return, they procrastinate. So what I want you to try to do, the next time you are feeling these emotions that you are trying to avoid, instead of just chucking it to the side, throwing it in the bin that's actually in the back of your head. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Try and figure out why it is that you don't want to address these feelings. I also want you to then think about what good could come out of you addressing it. And a great example of that could even be just facing your fears. And then when you figured out what emotions you were feeling, I also want you to analyze how much each emotion is affecting you to complete a task. You can make it on a scale of 1 to 10. You can make it on a scale of extremely to moderately to a little bit. Or you can even make a little scale and you can have a happy face on one side and a sad face or angry face on the other whatever make it according to what you feel is right that will help you be able to analyze these emotions and hopefully look back one day and see the change the brilliant beautiful change that comes from the actions you take you can even make it on a scale from resentful to loving what you're trying to do here is to focus on the greater good and find the dedication in completing these tasks by turning around these difficult emotions that you're feeling you're addressing these feelings, you know what's there, and you're going to acknowledge it so that you can de-escalate these emotions, which therefore will help you stop procrastinating. Another reason you could be procrastinating could be because you are underestimating your time commitment. So we'll use my sleeping habits again as an example for this. It would be as if I imagined me getting into the perfect sleep routine, 
in five days to a week, which I know was not going to be the case. I'm still working on it now. However, if I was to have thought that, I would be quite discouraged at the fact that that's not what happened. Well, let's use recovery as an example. If you thought that you'd be able to stop your eating disorder habits in a week as well, it will probably take longer than that. And it's important to be realistic as well, because yes, you'd be disappointed if you thought that it would only take a week to change all of these eating disorder habits that need to be rewired and reframed. So of course it's discouraging. And if you're not setting enough time aside, or you're not giving yourself a realistic time frame about when changes can be made, then it can be discouraging and then you might start to procrastinate after that on actioning these things because you aren't seeing almost immediate change. And another example could be with your schoolwork or if you give yourself two days before the due date to do it and you realise you needed more time, that most likely will put you into a stressful position and it will be uncomfortable and it will make you dread it the next time it comes around. The next time an assignment comes around, you're probably going to be thinking, fuck this, I remember those horrible feelings I had about it last time, when in reality, you just didn't set yourself enough time to complete it. So something that you can do that will help change this is to just overestimate time. If you want to have a bit of a time frame, say you had that assignment you wanted to complete. Okay. If you thought it was going to take two days, triple it. It's going to take six days. Even more, just over-exaggerate how long it is because that might actually help you have a better guide of how long it will take, especially if you actually thought it was going to take you two days and it was the biggest assignment in the world or of your degree or whatever. It might help to have a bit of an outsider's perspective as well. You can ask what they think how long it will take, but also just keep in mind everyone has different ideas on how long something will take. So just, just keep an open mind, but over-exaggerate overestimate how long you think something will take rather than underestimating and if this is for the uni assignment as well you should make the due date a few days before or at least the day before the actual due date so there's absolutely no stress you can get a good night's sleep the night before especially if it's a test and you need to study for it and you can work on it and with the sleeping habits i say to keep an open mind as well and hold no expectations of how long it's going to take, because then you can't be disappointed. Be more excited for the journey. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey, so enjoy the ride, yeah? And maybe as well, you know what you could be doing? Yeah, you may need help in reprioritizing your life and your tasks. So if you feel like you're spending too much time deciding on what task to do next, or you're constantly switching from one task to another, I want you to start questioning the value and the purpose of each task that you do and then make a list. Make it an order of appearance. You can even have two sides of easier tasks versus harder tasks or even shorter tasks versus longer tasks. Whatever you think will work for you to be able to then prioritize it. So you can start with two lists so you can figure out what belongs where and then from there, number order it and do it in order of importance. Another reason why you could be procrastinating is because you rely on the pressure to action what needs to be done. So let's say I knew I had something two months from now that would require me to wake up early every single day and I knew that with my sleeping habits it would be fucked up and it would be almost impossible. And I keep hitting the snooze button because I know that two months seems ages away but then it comes to a week a few days before 
whatever it is that I have to do early in the morning. And I'm like, fuck, I'm still all over the place with my sleeping habits. And then I'll be pressured to try and get myself into that habit in a short amount of time. Whereas why don't I just get myself into that habit earlier when I need it anyways? And this goal for better sleeping habits should be for for life, not just a certain event. It should be for my overall well-being and wanting a better routine. It should have nothing to do with a certain event. That can be inspiration, sure, but I should be looking in the long term, whilst of course finding benefits in the present. Like feeling less fucked up. So something that would help with this anyways, would be to break all of these goals into smaller tasks. So rather than looking at this as, yep, I need to just wake up earlier every day and get myself into that habit. Instead, I could start with having my alarm at a certain time and gradually make my way up to an earlier time each week, each fortnight, depending on what works for me or you, if you're trying this as well, and work your way there. So it's gradual rather than just stress myself out the week before when I feel like I have no choice but to wake up earlier. When in reality, I had a choice so much longer ago, two months ago, even before that, as soon as I realized I had bad sleep. So you know what? It's about just break up the goals, break up the challenges, find a way that will make it a more gradual process rather than wait for that stressful moment. Okay? And maybe as well, another reason why you could feel like you're procrastinating is because you have so many tasks to do that you feel overwhelmed. So of course, when you feel like you have 10,000 things to do, you're going to choose the easiest, the most enjoyable task to do first. No, because what you are doing, you're leaving all of the harder tasks bunched up at the end, which you know needs to be actioned, but you're still going to find any possible easier task to do. And slowly, that, I mean, that could lead you to having all of these hard tasks to do, and you're just going to feel absolutely overwhelmed. Then what? I'll tell you what, I can tell you how you can work on this, what to try instead. And this one is actually going to take a bit of discipline, okay? But that's important. Do a hard task before the easier task. For example, if the last thing you want to do in this world is to clean the house, but the new episode of your favorite TV show just came out, well, you know what you're going to do? Yeah, that's right. You're going to clean the house first and then reward yourself by watching the episode and only do it after you can relax you can watch the episode and you're not going to watch this episode in the back of your head seeing that rotting food on the table hopefully not i hope you're not doing that and just thinking oh my gosh i should be cleaning right now no enjoy your episode and do it knowing that you've gotten all the other shit done okay so flip it around what you would usually do to procrastinate doing the harder task and by that i mean doing the easier task before the harder one flip it do the harder one first. Give it a go. It's going to take discipline and it's probably going to be fucking annoying at first. But push through that and then feel good and relaxed and not with this shit in the back of your head because you know you have things to do. Flip it. Uno reverse. Okay? It's also going to help as well to start making some lists, okay? Write that list. Set that reminder. If you have a task you know that is coming up that is due, set yourself a reminder, not just for the day before, but a week before, a fortnight before, three weeks before, a month before. Keep sending yourself reminders so that you're constantly reminded. Rather than just a few days before, you're like, oh shit, I forgot about that. Nope, you're, that's impossible to forget because you're going to keep reminding yourself. 
So if some of these reasons are ticking your boxes, or at least maybe you're even able to brainstorm on ways that you may be procrastinating, listen up because you need to know if procrastination is impacting your life. If you notice that you start to worry about not meeting the result that you're after, whether it's a test score or a deadline, if you're worried about this result or you're worried about the negative outcome that could happen, you're fearing being criticized, you're fearing what you think is failure, and as a result, you're putting off the task because you're afraid you're not going to reach the result you want anyways. So then you start avoiding the task and then you become comfortable within this habit. And that habit is not taking action. Or maybe you realize that you're anxious, anxious about completing a task, even if you've done it before. You may be struggling to accept doing this task. Maybe you think it's going to be boring. Maybe you think it's going to be hard. Maybe you don't even realize that you're procrastinating. But you just have these feelings of anxiety when these tasks come up. Maybe you're blaming others for your procrastination. Rather accepting that you're procrastinating, you're pushing the blame onto someone else. Or maybe you're even resenting activities that you're used to doing. You're resenting what you used to enjoy doing before. Whether this is going to the gym, whether it's reading a book, whether it's completing a certain task. Whatever it is, you just start resenting it because it starts to seem like a chore. And as a result of that, you don't want to do it. You may be even procrastinating because you feel like you don't know how to do something. Maybe you're not wanting to do something. You don't care if it needs to get done. You don't know what needs to be done. Maybe you feel you're not in the mood to do something. You're forgetting about it, but you won't do that because you'll set your reminders. Maybe you're looking for the right moment to start. But no, you won't do that either because you were stepping out of your comfort zone. And there will never be a perfect time that you will be ready for something. So you're taking that leap of faith and you were doing what even scares you and you'll become stronger from it. Or maybe you're delaying one task to do another. And that task that you keep delaying is the one that you just keep and keep and keep on procrastinating. So whether you're a passive procrastinator, so you're delaying tasks because you feel you have trouble making decisions and acting on those decisions, or you're an active procrastinator. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
where you feel if you delay the task, you will work hard under pressure. Or maybe you're putting off the tasks because you feel you're not good at them. Or maybe you're taking on too much and then you're struggling to find time to do any of the tasks. Or maybe, just maybe, you're putting off the tasks because you fear it's not going to be perfect. It is time to start, first of all, recognizing that you're procrastinating and then ask yourself why you are procrastinating. This may even be because you don't feel organized. What you can also do is make it harder to procrastinate. Get rid of any distractions that you have. Also break the tasks into more manageable steps and commit to small steps. Allow yourself to make mistakes as well so you don't fear trying. Allow yourself to learn from your mistakes and forgive yourself. Also try to make tasks more enjoyable. Look for a role model or find a study buddy. Find someone that can do these tasks with you or they can even be doing their own thing. But you can even have a buddy where you set time together to work on these tasks that you're avoiding doing. Use the can't versus won't tactic. Write down all of the tasks that you feel like you are procrastinating with and decide are you not actioning these because you can't or because you won't. And make sure you are honest. And if you're not completing these tasks because you won't, not because you can't, you physically, you physically, for example, can't do something, like what if you hurt your hand so you can't do your boxing sport? Fair enough. Or are you not going to your boxing class because you won't? And if going to boxing class is important for you and you realize it makes you feel great afterwards, stop procrastinating it and go to that class. Even if that initial, oh, I have to get up and go, is annoying, push past that initial uncomfortable feeling and look for that soon-to-be-present goal of feeling great and feeling all of those happy endorphins that you get after you exercise. And you know that you get that. So decide whether you're not doing something because you can't or you won't and find ways to increase your energy. You can even set time limits. I'm going to do this task for 15 minutes, half an hour. And after that, then I will do something that I enjoy. I will go take a walk. I'll go get fresh air. For every 15 minutes that I work hard on this task, I will then do 15 minutes and I will be strict on both of these time limits of something that I enjoy doing. And I'll keep switching in between. Also improve your environment by making sure your space, wherever you're going to complete this task or work on a habit, like not binge eating, make your environment a safe space. Make it safe. Even put posters around the wall that says, you can do it. Find beautiful and inspiring quotes and plaster them everywhere so that you're always reminded that you can do whatever you set your mind to. And you know what? Create a starting habit as well. Something that's going to help you mentally get into the state of mind that you are about to get into action mode. You can do some breathing exercises before or have a countdown from 10 or from five. And when you reach zero, you begin on your task and get into that habit so you know that it's action time. And of course, be self-compassionate, be kind to yourself, think about how you'd help someone that you love if they were struggling with the same thing and give that same love to yourself. Be there for yourself as you would for someone that you love. And with that, stop procrastinating and go do what you need to do to recover, to get into better sleeping habits and to be in a better state of mind. I'm cheering you on. Cheer yourself on. Be your biggest cheerleader. And until we talk next week, work towards your goals. And of course, remember. What are you going to remember? That you're going to try and not procrastinate. But of course... Remember to recover with Allie.